You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvinois, and this is episode 19. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing on this fine and lovely day? Here's my question for you. Have you ever spent an entire week just working, 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 and yet it gets to the end of the week and you feel like you didn't accomplish anything? Like you, you know, you're supposed to be moving the needle forward in your business, but what did you really do, right? You were busy that whole time, and yet how can you feel like you didn't accomplish anything? Well, believe it or not, I have felt that way more times than that I care to count. And I'm bringing this up because I have been seeing so much stuff lately flying across my desk with regards to, you know, how to plan for 2023, you know, and how to make 2023 your year and how to crush it, how to set your goals, you know, how to set goals that you can achieve, you know, and all that other yummy stuff. Now, here's the deal. I really do believe that goals are meant to inspire us to achieve great things. And this is why we create them, right? We, we push ourselves. If I made $50,000 one year, then my goal this year is to make $75,000, right? Whatever. It's, it's always meant to, to push us, to allow us and help us grow and to really be able to inspire us. But the, here's the deal. No matter how you set your goals, how are you supposed to accomplish your goals if you're spending all your time working and yet you're, you feel like you're not accomplishing anything, you're not moving the needle forward? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today, because what I want to do is I want to share with you a very simple but powerful tool that's been an absolute game changer for me. And not only that, but it's helping to manage my time even better. Now, believe it or not, this is actually something that I run across with my podcast coaching clients. We start talking about different strategies, about how to effectively use their podcast to be able to grow their business, right? How do you grow your audience? How do you start uh, generating revenue with your podcast? And one of the things that will always pop up as we're talking about this is they'll say, how will I ever find time to implement all of this? And then I have to sit back in my chair and I think, well, they're, they're probably falling under the same pattern that I have been in forever and a day. Now, What's interesting is I was talking to a lady the other day and we were discussing this fact that people working, 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 I'm putting in 60 hours a week and I don't seem to be making any progress. And she made a comment to me that she's working like 20 to 25 hours a week and she's crushing it, right? Her business is doing really, really well. So the thing is, is that you got to ask yourself, what really separates the person that's working 60 hours a week versus 25 hours a week? And somebody could sit there and say, oh, well, a person that's working 25 hours a week is lucky because they get to hire people. Well, that could be, but I know people who are solopreneurs that are working 25 hours a week and they're absolutely crushing it. The thing is, is that the person who's working 25 hours a week understands one thing, and that is uh, their to-do list. Not all to-dos are created equally. There are some tasks that are more important than others. So let me kind of walk you through a scenario. I sit down every Sunday morning and I have, I've got my goals for the quarter, which translate into goals for the month, which translates into uh, goals for the week, you know, goals for the day. 
So every Sunday I sit down, I review my goals. What did I get accomplished last week? What do I need to get accomplished this week to make sure that I'm achieving my goals? And I write out my to-dos for that particular week. Now, before what I would do is I would sit there and say, okay, I've got my to-dos. I'm going to start crushing them, right? And and of course, I would cherry pick the to-dos because I like to check that little box, right? Get that little quick dopamine hit. So the ones that were the easiest, ones that were you know, the fastest, and then there's some that I just, I didn't feel like doing whatever it is. So I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing that one today. So I'll put it off until tomorrow. But that's why I was working these 60 hour work weeks, right? Because I was trying to crush all of my to-dos. All of them were just equally important. And then at the end of the week, it'd be Friday and I'm almost approaching burnout because I've just been working my face off all week. And then I would sit back and be like, hey, Cliff, do you got any new clients this week? Did you extend any new offers this week? Did you grow your email list at all this week? Do you have any potential clients that you've cultivated? This is when I realized one simple truth. Because after so many weeks of saying no, 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 no. Simply crushing to-dos is not going to grow your business. It's just that simple. I work with a few coaches and they shared this, this strategy in one of their sessions that's, like I said, it's been a complete game changer for me. Because if you're like me, you have a to-do list. And of course, each to-do is just as important as the others, which is really sad to say. Because this means that changing the color of a button on your landing page is just as important as writing a proposal. So I would always focus on these, you know, uh, smaller to-dos, easy to-dos, whatever it is, just to get them done. If I had to build, you know, a website for, you know, a podcast or build a new, you know, whatever it is, I I could always justify it and say, that's the most important thing to do, right? So the internal argument in my head was that all these to-dos are important. If they're not important, then they wouldn't even be on my list in the first place. But is that true? Really, is changing the color of the button on your submit form, really all that important. So what my coaches did is they exposed me to this very simple strategy and it's worked wonders. And I don't know if there's a name for it, but I'm just going to call it the 150 and 10 level strategy. So now when it comes to your to-do list, right? You got all these activities that are there, right? You put them on your list because for some part of you feels that they are important. But some of those activities, as I said before, they're more important, right? They may require more of your attention. Actually, they might require your absolute undivided attention. In other words, you hate to be interrupted when you're working on these tasks because it's like you get into this flow and you're making all this progress and things are going really good, right? So for me, this is creating podcast episodes. I write them out. I prepare my notes. I hit the record button and I just get into a flow and I don't want to stop. If I stop, I get really irritated, right? Like the phone rings because I forgot to shut it off or the heater turns on, which sounds absolutely horrible on this microphone. So for you, this could be podcasting as well. But you know what? I also write. So for me, being in this zone, being able to get my things done is what I want to do. Because when I start writing, I want to make sure that I can get all my thoughts out in that article whether it's you know blog post or something I'm going to put on LinkedIn, whatever it is. There are other activities that you do that are also important that actually bring you business. 
And now I'm going to call these business development activities, right? Biz dev. But cash flow is one of the most important things for your business, right? And if you don't have money coming in, you really don't have a business. So these types of activities that I'm talking about right here, these are 100 level activities. Next are the 50 level activities, right? These are activities that are important. They're not as important as the 100 level, but they're still important. So if you're working on some of these and you get interrupted, you're still good to go. So for me, this could be something like editing a client's podcast episode, right? This is another part of my business. We do podcast production, reviewing show notes, uh, extending invitations for people to be on the podcast. Right? So these are all like level 50 activities. Then there's level 10 activities, right? These are things that are not super important like responding to emails, right? I keep my email closed during the day. I just do. Responding to DMs on social media, right? Changing the color of the submit button on the form would be level 10 activities. So now when I take a look at my to-dos for that week, I actually organize them based on if it's level 100, 50, or 10. The next thing you have to do is block out time on your calendar. So for level 100 activities that requires all my brain power, right? I usually do these in the morning. Why? Because I'm a morning person. I block out three hours, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, to do my 100 level activities. Now, my coaches are telling me that I should set aside at least 10 hours a week dedicated to 100 level activities. So I put that on my calendar. During this time, I don't take any meetings. I don't look at emails. I don't check social media, nothing. It is whatever that is on my 100 level list. I take a break for lunch. I go for a run. I do some exercises in the afternoon between 1230 and four. This is when I block off my level 50 activities, right? Taking care of client deliverables like editing podcasts or even editing my own podcast. Then there's a window between four and five. This is where I handle my level 10 activities. I respond to emails or send emails or uh, take care of DMs, whatever. But yeah, it is amazing how your emails can be shrunk down into one hour. And then of course, at five o'clock, I'm done for the day. Because at five o'clock, this is when I got to start thinking about cooking dinner. And this is important because I'm the primary caregiver for my mother. And I know a lot of other entrepreneurs fit in the same boat as well. They've got kids, they've got other responsibilities. So having your business fit into your life is more important than you trying to cram your life into your business. Now, when you're structuring your day this way, you are ensuring that the most important activities are getting done. More importantly, you're guarding your most precious time when it comes to your 100 level activities. Remember, these are the most important activities. These are things that you need to do to move the ball forward. Now, by having it as a set schedule, for my case, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 to 10, and I know that I don't take any meetings or do any appointments during that time, well, I use Calendly and I block out this time on my calendar, right? No one can schedule any appointments at that time. So when we're talking about cutting down email, right? If somebody sends me an email and says, hey, Cliff, do you have time to talk? I send them a link to Calendly. I'm not going to go back and forth and say, hey, what, you know, does Thursday work or does Monday work, you know? But here's the real beauty of this, right? This is the absolute power of it. So let's say that you say, you know what? I love this idea. I love this concept. I'm going to do 150-10. I'll just steal what Cliff is doing right now. So I'll plan out to do 10 hours a week for 100 level activities, right? 
If you have that three-hour block set aside for your most important activities, like business development, for instance, and if you don't have any to-dos to fill that block, then this should tell you that there's a problem. This should tell you that the most important activities that you're doing, you don't have enough of them to do them. Right? Meaning, if this time is meant for business development, right? It's meant for you know, podcast recording, whatever it is. If I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, wow, today's Wednesday. I don't have any more biz dev to do for my business. I've got my podcast episodes recorded. Then you need to do more biz dev. It's just that easy. You need to fill up that time with your most important activities. This does not mean that when you get to Wednesday, if you've already done your podcast recording, if you've already reached out to a couple of people that you can say to yourself, oh, well, I'll do all my smaller tasks now. No, this time is reserved for level 100 task, meaning do more business development. Remember, this is the time for you to do what's the most important thing for your business, and that is generating money. Now, what you want to do is make sure that you are doing the activities that you need to do. So for instance, I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that your level 10 time should be nothing but recording podcast episodes. <laughs> I'm not saying that in the least. You have to do activities that are going to generate money. Now, a lot of times people say, well, Cliff, you know, you know, podcast is how I generate money. Yeah, but if you've got six weeks, 10 weeks, 20 weeks, 50 weeks worth of podcast episodes, I think it's okay for you to stop working on your podcast and start working on generating money. It's just that easy. Now, when I got exposed to this concept, there's this FOMO part of me that spoke up, right? And it says, yeah, but you know, what if a, what if a client can only meet in the morning during the 100 time block? Well, there's actually two ways to approach this. First, if the client is talking about something that's business development, then yeah, I would take that meeting during my 100 level time. It's just that easy. But if they want to talk to me about, uh, you know, changes to the podcast episode or something else like that, then they have to do that in the afternoon. My clients do not dictate my schedule. I do. So if, if it's already is a client and they want to work with me and I always let them know, hey, I'm available at this time in the afternoon, right? That's just that easy. Send them a link to Calendly, right? Ditto with my podcast coaching clients, right? My Calendly is set up so that my podcast coaching clients, they schedule their time in the afternoon because 100 in the morning is the most important time for me. It's focusing on the business. How can I create more opportunities? Is there, is there a course that I can develop or is there a way that I could, you know, grow my email list or what is another offer that I could make, right? It's all of these types of activities that are going on in the morning. So it is okay for you to set boundaries for people and it's okay for you to respect your time because your time does have value. I respect other people's time. You know, if I'm wanting to schedule a meeting with somebody and I take a look at their, you know, at their calendar and I see that they've got blocks, I sit there and say, okay, well, how can I make this work with my schedule? Right? I do it all the time. I've never lost a client because I've said, you know, my morning time is my most precious time, right? This is the time that I do it. I've never lost a client because I sent them a, you know, a schedule for Christmas that said, hey, we're going to be off this day to this day because the last thing I'm doing is working on Christmas day, right? It's, it is okay for you to respect your boundaries and respect your time. 
because making sure that your business grows is just as important as helping other entrepreneurs to grow their business, right? And you have to remember this. The whole reason why people are hiring you is because they want to grow their business. But if you can't grow your own business because you're too busy helping other people, then there's a problem. So this is exactly why I have added this as part of my coaching model when I'm working with my podcast coaching clients. So that way they can clearly understand how to best utilize their time because you can create killer content. You can grow your business and you know what? You can still change the color on that button. The issue is, is how do you prioritize it? Right? How do you make some to-dos more important than others? And then how do you time block it to make sure that those activities are being done? 150-10. So if you want to learn more about these strategies that I talked about in here, about you know, growing your audience, monetizing, how can you better use your time uh, wisely to be able to grow your business, to grow your audience with that, head on over to podcastingwithcliff.com, schedule your session today. The sooner you can get started on leveraging your time, not only will your business be better off, but so will you. Once again, podcastingwithcliff.com, the link is in the show notes down below. Enjoy the rest of your day as we get ready to go into 2023. I hope you're making these plans anyways of what you're going to do in 2023. And I will catch you in the next episode.